Welcome to the Boogie Down Bombers podcast. Podcast. A podcast talking all things Yankees and baseball. Now, here's your hosts, Austin, Tim, and Nick. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Boogie Down Bombers podcast. I'm Austin Verhill. That's Tim Waduka, and that's Nick Giovanelli. And today, we got a lot to talk about, but we're gonna we're gonna start off hot with free agency. Um, we've been talking about, you know, last episode, what we wanted from the Yankees. I said, um, you know, I wanted Freeman after you know the Olsen trade took place, like right before the episode. Um, so I I was fully in. I fully thought we were going to get Olsen. Then I was like, okay, we're not going to get Olsen. And I even said in the podcast, safe bet is we're going to get Rizzo. That's exactly what happened. Um, you know, re-signed Anthony Rizzo to a two-year deal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he he played very well for us last year. So I, I think people are kind of clouded on the idea of it simply be because he's not Freddie Freeman. Um I think that's a little unfair. I think Rizzo is a solid. Tim, I mean, you know all about Rizzo. Um, he's a solid guy to have in the lineup. He is a great guy to have in the dugout. But you look around the league, we get Josh Donaldson, and it seems that what we did was we gave the Twins the the budget for Carlos Correa. He signs there for. Oh. What was it? Three years, and I'm forgetting the number. Thirty-five million mil. a year, yeah. Thirty-five million a year. He has an opt-out after the first and second year. So okay, you, so we hear that, right? Quick reactions. Mm-hmm. Is he even a twin next year? No. No, he's because up. he's he's gonna get swept in the playoffs by the Yankees and be like, this this team can't win in the playoffs. I'm not staying in oh. Minnesota. Also, he's not going to like being cold for the, what the first two months of the year, and then the last two months of the year. I who decided when they were making ballparks that the Twins' ballpark should be outdoors? It, it was just not a smart idea, and I mean that's probably why they don't do well in October. Hard to hit when it's cold. Yeah, it's true. I never, I never thought about that. Like, if there's any place to have a like a roof or whatever, it's Minnesota. Like, I I'm like pretty pissed that we don't have one in New York. Like I love uh, I, I the, can do that one. I love the feeling of an open stadium, but that it gets so cold. And it, April we play like what four games? They're they're all rained out. Um, but free agency. You know they said there was going to be a frenzy, and it happened in between last episode and this episode. Um, yeah. Chris Bryant, I, 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 you know, you see the Rockies, and you think, is there a worst organization in any of the four major sports? Because the Arizona Coyotes. That, that's you know what that's a good one. Um, but other than that, I'm not too sure. So they trade Arenado. Then they know they're going to lose story in free agency. Don't trade them. Um, and then they sign Chris Bryant to a seven-year deal with full no-trade clause. 
So, <laughs> what? First off, if you want Chris Bryant that bad, I think we could all agree you'd rather have Arenado than Chris Bryant, correct? So why yeah. would you get rid of Arenado if you were just going to get Bryant? And now it's said that the Rockies offered Trevor Story more than the Red Sox did. I think that tells you that those players didn't want to stay in Colorado anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, and why would you? <laughs> I, the, the team... I, want, I want to know what's going through Chris Bryant's mind. Was he like, offered nothing? That could be, like, my only thought process could be is that he wasn't offered that much money anywhere else. Um, you know, the it's Phillies a... were in on him, but obviously they weren't able to match. Uh, I think that it's a good place to go retire. And I, what, how old is he? 30 years old? So he'll be 37 when this deal ends. He can go pat his, is he 30? He he might be younger than that. He might be a little younger, yeah. I oh, think he's, he's 30. Is he 30? Yeah. Yep. Well, what I'm saying is maybe he wasn't getting the offers. He's kind of injury prone. And he already has a good foundation to his career. Going to Colorado to go pad your stats for half the season each year. Hit some bombs that might be out in a lot of other stadiums. Yeah, he might I mean, may- What? He might hit 50. Yeah, that would be hot. <laughs> and I'm but it's a bomb. shame because you know I everything about the Rockies should be a team that I love. Um, their colors. If you have, if you're a professional sports team and you have purple in, in incorporated in your brand somehow, it's an automatic win for me. Um, big Vikings, big Viking guy over here in terms of their uniforms and stuff. Bull. Um. You you look at, uh, you know their stadium. They got a gorgeous stadium. They have a fan base, believe it or not, and they haven't done anything for as long as I've been alive. You know, you had two thousand seven, and then what else? I mean, really, not, not a whole lot. I wonder how much of it has to do with the fact that players don't want to go play there in the prime of their career because it affects their legacy. That's true. That's true. Um, I mean, Trevor Story's stupid. getting flamed right now. It is stupid. It's dumb. It the the argument is dumb because I mean, yeah, and you don't hear it in any other sport. You know, you hear about it a little bit in terms of like, uh, you know, like stamina in football, but. Other than that, and it's only like a little bit, it, there's a whole arguments about whether people should be going into the Hall of Fame because they played in Colorado. I think because it makes it easier to play baseball, but it makes it harder to play football. Well, it makes it easier to play baseball, you know, depending on what you do. Uh, yeah. The park dimensions are bigger. They use the humidor with the with the baseballs. They're trying their best to make it equal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, this might be a stupid question, but it's one that I'm going to ask. Um, I'm not a scientist. Would putting a dome on it fix the problem? No. No. No, it wouldn't. You're still yeah, a mile. No. You're still 5,000 feet above sea level. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a fair point. 
they'd have to do something with the air pressure inside, which would yeah. be like jar. It would be jarring. It would be like going into a pressure chamber. Ugh. So that wouldn't be good. Let's see, that's why. We, that's why we have you here, Tim. You smarty pants. Yes, I'm a history major. Um, <laughs> those are related. Um, <laughs> so we talked about Correa going to the Twins, and I know Nick, you you had a, a oh bit of God. a problem with the Twins. I don't have a problem with the Twins per se, but I Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner. Cashman in like recent years has been like let's say before 2019 he's always been like wow every trade he does it's a steal for that for the mm-hmm. Yankees like most of them anyway you know cash god wow whatever he got played so hard by the Minnesota Twins we gave them our catch our starting catcher Gary Sanchez and hate him or not Ben Rortbet has an oblique injury right now, so we have Kyle Higashioka. That's it. We gave them Gary and Urshela for 36-year-old, 50-mil Josh Donaldson, a 24-year-old catcher who's hurt and hits worse than Gary, and Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. Okay, he's a stopgap shortstop. That's great and all. Carlos Correa just signed the perfect stopgap contract they could have ever asked from him. There's no excuse now for why you didn't get him. 35 mil with an opt-out for two years? It's perfect if you want Volpe to come up so bad. So, not only did Cashman get played and the Yankees look stupid, but Volpe needs to be Jeter at this point. The pressure on his shoulders is too immense, and... It's exact. It's, it's he's going to turn out just like Glaber. Glaber is one bad year away from getting traded. He was the top prospect in baseball once. Volpe is Volpe isn't the top, but he's the top Yankees prospect at least. Yeah, he's number ten. So, yeah. So it's like, it's not the same in terms of, um, how good they were before their careers. Glaber and Volpe, but Volpe's on the track to do just how Glaber did, and. I'm still a fan of Glaber. I hope he can turn it around this year. But if, like I said, Glaber's probably one bad year away from getting traded. He could even get traded right now because the Yankees infield is clogged. So the Correa contract looks horrible on the Yankees. And the fact that the Minnesota Twins played you and outbid you for Carlos Correa, it does, it's not a good look and it's pretty horrible. See, I'm going to fight you on one thing. I'm gonna fight you on one thing with that, quickly. Is um, you you know, Gary Sanchez I think legitimately was a liability on the team. Um, oh, he was. He, you say you know, the the catcher we got, Rorvet. He he's not as good offensively. I mean, maybe by a point zero zero two on the average. I mean, their averages were not that far apart. Um, I mean, he he bet one sixty nine in thirty nine games. Yeah, he he's it's not a great. Small sample size, um, but yeah, his defense but is immeasurably better. Um, but he is but he's hurt. So yeah, yeah, he got hurt. Um, Kyle Higashioka is the guy that that is replacing Gary. Um, that's rough. I know, but is it really? Is it that much different? Are there, was their offense that much different? But between no. Higgy and Gary, 
No. But so, Geary's so that's better a, than Rortvet. That's a wash. And then you have um, Hickey's defense is way better than Gary's. So, you know, the positive there would be Higgy. And Donaldson, I think, objectively, is better than Gio Urshela. I, I, I don't think it's even a question. And so you get those two, and then you get Isaiah Kainafalefa, who early spring training has looked great. Um, gold glove, 270 hitter. Not a power guy, but if that's going to be your stopgap, I'm, I'm okay with that. Obviously, you brought up as long as Volpe is a very good player. Um, I can agree with you, though, on why wouldn't you want – why wouldn't you give Correa that contract? That's Literally. a very good – I don't know if a problem in, like, the clubhouse, um, maybe he would do it. Judge didn't seem to think it was it was going to be a problem. I think we get we get so infatuated with the people who are on the free agent market this season. If if everyone was a free agent, would Freddie Freeman, Trevor Story, and Carlos Correa be everyone's top priorities? No, no, no. What if Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, uh, Joey Gallo, and oh. DJ LeMahieu and Garrett Cole were free agents this year, and we got all of them? Wouldn't you be hype? Yeah, easy. We, yes. The Yankees have a very good team. It's just the next best thing in the way that this entire baseball fan base is 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 focused and designed that we just we are never content. We always want the next best thing. We always want the twenty eighth ring. Why can't we win a twenty eighth World Series with the team that we have right now? Trevor Story's going to play second base for way too much money outside of Coors Field for the Red Sox. Okay. Yeah. Uh Carlos Correa is going to play for the Twins. Yeah, I don't think either of those teams got better than the Yankees with those. No, I and I, I agree with you on that. Um, what? Well, if anything, the Yankees needed to make some other. They didn't need to make the blockbuster move. They needed to make supplementary moves to make their the outside pieces better. Maybe a better backup catcher than yeah. Higashioka. Maybe an extra bullpen. Maybe an extra arm for the rotation, but. I'm not disappointed they didn't get these giant blockbuster deals off of free agency because they already have so many stars in the lineup. Well, and there is a narrative that the Yankees don't want to spend. I don't think that's true. It's uh, the highest paid pitcher, yeah. at least when they signed Cole. Yeah, they. I mean, obviously they paid Cole. I think they're gonna. I don't think there's any question they paid Judge. Um, they have. Yeah, they have. To. <laughs> they better man. Judge is getting paid. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if it happens before uh, the season starts. I bet that it does. Um, if it doesn't, we're gonna, it, I'm going to have some it, problems. I don't think he even touches the free agency market. Um, but moving on from that, um, you know, we said spring training started. And, you know, the things that you, you just said, Tim, is the supplemental, you know, fixes. I think the Yankees did a lot of that. Our defense two years ago was atrocious. It was unwatchable. Like, you try to think of the players that we had on the team regularly that were bad on defense. And you think of, you know, Torres at Sanchez. wasn't good. You had Sanchez. Voight was, you know, he was, Voight was manageable. 
right? But he wasn't like a, yep. a super stud or anything like that. Uh, Voight Voight did a serviceable job. Like, uh, he yeah, was okay. And Duhar had, you know, had started the 2019 season as a starting third baseman. Um, Clint Frazier was in the outfield. Look, and now look at it. You have Joey Gallo, Gold Glove. You have Isaiah Kiner Falefa, Gold Glove. You have Rizzo. Rizzo had to have won a Gold Glove. He's a perennial Gold yeah. Glover. Doesn't ever like a Platinum Glove or something? Yeah. As well. Um, Higashioka, who we've seen, is a much is a great catcher. Um, Josh Donaldson, who throughout his career has been a fantastic third baseman. So our defense, when healthy, is not. Yeah, exactly. Is not nearly the problem that it used to be. I mean, pitchers didn't want to throw to a guy who was batting cleanup in your lineup. In elimination games, when Garrett Cole was pitching, you know, Gary Sanchez, who's supposed to be a powerhouse in the lineup, is not in the lineup. So that's no longer a problem. Um, and then you look at, at what we see early spring training. We see Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. Uh, you know, he's got multiple hits already through, what are we, three spring training games in. Josh Donaldson hitting bombs. Obviously, it's only spring training. But I think there is – I don't think people are giving us a chance to st- – like, funny enough, in the – playoffs you guys got to remember it's extended playoffs so i don't know if making the playoffs should be as big of like an issue as people are making out the same i think the what we should be focused on now is you know seeing what we need by the trade deadline and my guess is trade deadline time comes we're going to need a relief pitcher and maybe if there's a catcher out there, but I think Higgy with regular time can improve offensively and defensively. I think he can hold it down. Sounds like every trade uh, trade deadline in the history of uh, trade deadlines. Well, what's the the meme is always we need a starting pitcher. Yeah. Oh, of course. I mean, and we just Domingo Herman just led in on the sixty-day IL. By the way, um, that's true. So maybe we do. It's I Wandy Peralta apparently is is going to get some get some throws in there. Or was it Wandy Peralta so, or Nestor Cortez? Nestor Cortez, my fault. Um, I like Nestor Cortez. Our rotation is Colt, Tyone, Sevi, Nestor probably. Who am I forgetting? You know, and there's a few. Maybe Davey Garcia bounces back. Luis Heal was great for us. Oh, yeah. Big big Luis Heal guy. Um, I actually was at his MLB debut. A little humble flex there. Um, Also, Stephen Riding debuted in that game. That's a relief pitch you can look out for. He was nasty. He was nasty. And he was angry. (laughs) Jordan Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery. There we go. Thank you. Steven Riding, I'm a big Steven Riding guy. Um, now, if we just don't burn him out like we did. Yeah, uh, you got to stay healthy, great. too. Yeah, I mean, the dude's throw, dude throws flames. It, it's something you got to you gotta make sure your body's ready for, for sure. Um, you, know, you know what I saw in spring training that makes me excited and makes me excited about this Rizzo deal? It's him leading off. I think it's so important that you can have DJ lead off against lefties. And then flip it around for righties and have Rizzo 
I mean, just an uncomfortable at bat. He's standing right on top of the dish. He can take a yard, we've seen. I think that having him lead off is not only just like fun and quirky, but can really help just start this lineup and then turn it around because now you have him hitting leadoff and flipping the lineup card over after whoever's batting ninth. You're already in the heart of the lineup with a power hitter who can get on base as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rizzo, so. I love Rizzo so much. I'm a big Rizzo I'm, guy. I'm so happy Rizzo's back. Obviously, Freeman and Olsen were out there, but like, yeah, I, I never really had a problem with Rizzo coming back at all. Yeah. I thought he's been very good, and uh-huh. I think he will be. You know, uh, we on. brought back Rizzo. We traded Voight, too. We traded Voight to the Padres, who, I mean, you know, if he wasn't going to be a Yankee, you know, Voight, I'm glad he's a Padre. That, I mean, could you think of a team that, you know, could suit him better? That's, like, him and Tatis are going to have a lot of fun together, I'm sure. Tatis deleted every Instagram picture on his Instagram. He's probably getting harassed. You know, I hate that... You know, it's like Kyler Murray. You know, he deleted every mention of the Arizona Cardinals off of his Instagram. Like, I hate the whole deleting teams out of the Instagram baloney. I, I hate everything about sports players with Instagram because <laughs> all I can think of with that is Manny Machado liking the Yes Network post like once in 2019. I was like, oh, he's going to be a Yankee. But then, yeah, I'm uh, a little upset wasn't, that Ma- so. I, like, Machado was one that I really wanted. I really I'm very happy. I'm very happy DJ uh, shut me up with that. Who is the guy we got in a fight with over Machado? I don't know. Remember we had to have... I wrote that blog post. Oh. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. oh, my God. What was his name? I blocked him, so I don't remember his name. That Australian guy, right? Yeah. Who likes, who likes the Orioles or something? Jimmy Curtis or something? What was his name? Who cares? I was trying to say his name and get some freaking publicity on this thing. Well, I believe his name was Countless mentioned. Hack. I believe that was. Uh, no, that probably just look up too. Countless Hack. He should come up. Um, John Heyman. <laughs> <laughs> He'll give you credit for this uh, in three days. Um. <laughs> so, my brother the other day texted me. Uh, he goes, the Yankees are retiring another number, question mark, question mark, question mark. Ooh. Isn't that, he goes, all the players are going to be wearing 90. He was referring to Paul O'Neill. He was a little late on the news. Um, I was going to say. Uh, and, and, you know, I told him, I was like, that number has been retired by the fans for years anyway. You know, the Troy Hawkins tried to wear it. Um, what was that, 2009 or 2010? Um. And he got, it might have even been before that, it might have been, yeah, I think it was before that. And he got crushed. Like, the, the fans were not happy about it. So, no one's worn that number in years anyway. I, I don't think there's any harm in retiring that number. But how many more numbers can we possibly retire? Because I was thinking about, like, future ones, and I was like, this has got to be the last one for a while. The only one I could think of is maybe CC. Oh, totally. Um, and you know if Judge continues the trajectory, um, but that will be years away. So, does it get to a point where the Yankees start unretiring numbers? I think 
it'll be uh, there. How many people are on a roster? Twenty six. Twenty six. And there, there is as many. You could have an entire team of retired numbers right now. Easy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so far down the line that we're gonna see triple digit numbers. Before, <laughs> before it's a necessity. I think that you're going to see like a double zero. First of all, you can do that. Yes. Then you can also. I don't think the Yankees are going to be the reason why you see triple digit numbers, but I think that that problem will be solved before the Yankees are forced to do it. Well, who's going to do it before the Yankees? I don't know. The, I don't know. Who's the Mariners. They always use gimmicks. And the athletics. Oh, Okay. Oh my, I, imagine the sleeveless jerseys with the with triple digits. That would be kind of dope. <laughs> so I think that this problem will resolve itself before it's actually an issue. There's no way that the Yankees retire. How many would they have to retire? 80, 70, 74 numbers before it's actually an issue? Yeah, how many is retired right now? Like 20? Exactly. Something. So. Maybe it, close <laughs> to 30? Well, you got 1 through 10. Uh huh. So there's 10 of them. Then you yeah. got 15, 16, 20, 21, 23, 32, 37, 42, obviously, 44, 46, 49, and 51. I think that's all of them. Did you count by chance? <laughs> I was hoping you were. No. <laughs> I'd say that's about 25 numbers. Google it real quick. Um, count them. You know, I th- I mean, the next closest franchise is, I think, the Canadians. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens. And I don't think they're really that much cl- that, that close to us. Oh, and we have eight number. twice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have eight twice because of Dickie and Barra. 42 twice because of Robinson and uh, Rivera. So, we have 22. 22 retired numbers. Yeah, so it's not going to be an issue. For a little, but you are going to see some weird numbers. That's for sure going to happen. I want to see 74. There will who's, be a super who's the last one to wear that? Torres? Yeah, Torres with it. There's going to be a superstar. I want to see a double zero. That's And zero, since Adovino wore it, you would think is going to become more of a thing. Now, guys, you remember? You remember this sound? Now it's time for swag or not swag. Where that was supposed to fade. We're back with <laughs> one of our favorite segments. Let's um, go. Swag or not swag. This one. I'm calling active Hall of Famers. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a name, and you're going to say swag if they're in the Hall of Fame. Now, this is if they were to retire today. Swag if they're in the Hall of Fame or not swag if they're not. And this will lead to debate and so on and so forth. Um, You know, one that Tim brought up before that I think is uh, a good discussion is Jose Altuve. Um, you know, I'm very curious as to how 
the writers are going to look at the 2017 Astros. Um, I don't know if they're going <laughs> to... I don't know if they're going to automatically say no, if they're not going to pay any attention to it, if they will, you know, allow the best players in, but, like, the borderlines, they won't. So, let's just take it Take 2017 out of the question. Today, he were to retire. Swag or not swag, he's in the Hall of Fame. Swag. I'm also going swag. I'm going. Are you wondering, if you're a listener and you're wondering why we're laughing, then stop the podcast. It's the only time I'm ever going to tell someone to stop listening. And go to YouTube and start watching. Stop listening, start watching. Stop listening. Start watching. When you, Swag. When you can't watch, listen. When you can watch, watch. People who don't watch the YouTube? <laughs> Not. <laughs> I don't know if we can insult them. <laughs> watch the YouTube. But I think even if... Oh, wait. I can't say even if you do consider, because they're going to consider 2017. I think Jose Altuve is a Hall of Famer. Because you can kind of think about how people did talk about him not being one of the players who used the cheating scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. he's an MVP. Well, here's my and, question. Uh, that, here's that's my the only question. thing I don't like. Ugh, here's my MVP. question. If, you know, we say, like they said that, you know, Jose Altuve didn't use it. Well, what else would they say? <laughs> They're going to say that you, like, there are steroid users in the Hall of Fame. There are. Are there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably. Here's my thing is, will there be. Well, I well, yeah, there is. David Ortiz just got it. But yeah. will there be. Will, will, will A Rod get in? Is, is something to look at. If A Rod gets in, he better. You know, let everyone in. Um, Bonds got had. If you ask me, Bonds, Clemens, A Rod, I have no problem with Ortiz getting in. But my problem is that Ortiz is able to get in, but not A Rod and Clemens and such. Um, exactly. But I'm looking at Baseball References Hall of Fame stats for Altuve. Um, Black Ink, he's at 29. Average Hall of Famers at 27. Gray Ink, 74. Average Hall of Famers at 144. So I mean, that's a little bit of a. Who, he's not done with his career yet, homie. He's not. No, Mike. But I said if he were to retire today. Um, oh, then, then. But here's the. You look at this. The Hall of Fame monitor for batting. He's at one thirty-two. Likely Hall of Famer is at a hundred. So. He's a seven-time All Star. He is an MVP. He's been in the league eleven years, which makes him eligible. You have to be in for ten. So I think I would also say swag. Hell yeah. For the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, I hate his guts. I hate his tiny little heart. Um, but I think everyone has the same sized heart. No. Yeah. No, your heart is roughly well, the size you of have your like... fist. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. I think so we all have the same size heart. I don't think that's true. I think if you have an enlarged heart, you're like going to die. Well, yeah, people have died of a large heart, 
but I think the heart is like every organ. Isn't every everyone organ has the same size brain too? I don't know. I didn't take a I haven't taken a biology class since ninth grade. Adult hearts are the same size as two clenched fists. Two clenched fists. The long way or the or yeah, the, or the wide way? Wide? Are we putting knuckle to knuckle? Or are we? Nope. Don't knuckle? explain it. Don't explain it visually. If you want to know what we're doing, watch the YouTube show. <laughs> I think it's like this. You think? Oh, you think it's knuckle to knuckle? Yeah. That's what I'm. I'm guessing. That's a wide. That's a big boy. Yeah, that's um, that's right here, dude. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it makes a bunch of noise and stuff. Um. Dum, 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 dum. The next one, we, we're keeping it with controversy here. <laughs> uh, Robinson Cano. I the, I was watching the Mets game today just because it was on TV. I got three TVs set up downstairs with March Madness just so the listeners know and the watchers who I care more about than the listeners. But Jesus. I am uh, I am sacrificing March Madness time to be doing this podcast right now. So Well, I mean, that. we all are. Um, so... Looking at Cano, Cano has played for 16 years, right? Uh, we look oh, at he's at over 2,600 hits. Uh, where are we at with home runs? He's got to be up there. 334. I thought it would have been a little bit more than that. Um, we look at his Hall of Fame stats. He only has one black ink, which is hilarious. Uh, his gray ink of 138. His Hall of Fame monitor, though, is 181. So, this is a guy that, I mean, again, this it, it takes into question the steroid thing. He was suspended for a year, so. He was suspended for a year, so he probably he won't get in. But my question is for you. You're a Hall of Fame voter. He retires today. Um, swag or not swag, he's in the Hall of Fame. If I am? Yes. I, oh, then I'm saying swag because I think everyone just I don't care about steroids or cheating. If I'm being honest with you guys, so I mean, he's, he was too good. He was too good to say no to. Like, yeah, the yeah. voters now will probably say no, but I I also say swag. <laughs> you oh. know, you know what hurts about this the most, Tim, is how the camera flips it that way. So you always have to kind of decode it. Oh wait, it does. Yeah, it's mirrored. Yeah, it mirrored. <laughs> Thanks. There we go. Appreciate wait, it. really? Yeah. Because this is yeah. this. I'm showing you the backside of it, so it looks correct to me. It's wrong for yeah. us. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. He wrote on a paper for my listening audience, who I love. He wrote on a piece of paper that it says Austin smells. I think the best part about this is that I was very passionate in the group chat today that we need to stay on topic today on topic boys <laughs> <laughs> on topic in the beginning now a couple years ago <laughs> which is nuts to say on the podcast we had a discussion that i brought up uh for yadier molina um he you makes guys, me so mad you guys didn't see him i don't you guys I didn't see him on, on yadier molina's side I am yeah. fully a hundred percent swagalicious on Yadier Molina going into the Hall of Fame. Tim wrote not swag on a piece of paper. I agree. 
with Tim. He's an average player, just played for the same team for a long time. It's like saying Brett Gardner's a Hall of Famer. Uh, I don't think that's at all the same. I yeah. Think... Yeah. Have oh, you seen... well, honestly, they're both Let's great see. defensively at their positions in their primes. Have you seen... What's the difference? World have... Series winner. Have you seen the baseball bits on Yadier Molina? I'm not going to watch it because it's got Yadier Molina. First off, is there a, a, a better baseball content creator out there than... Foolish yeah, baseball. that's true. Can we oh. try to get him on the pod? Bro, fool- we should. Foolish I'll try baseball to... is I'll try to get him on. fantastic. Watch baseball get bits on the if pod, you haven't baby. watched baseball bits. But his... and while... You have to go to YouTube to do that, so after you do. you're done. Yeah, so watch. subscribe to us. Hit, hit the little bell. Uh, subscribe to us. Then uh, like the videos, like all of them. Then go to Foolish Baseball, subscribe to him, and watch his baseball bits on Yadier Molina. Oh my god, dude! I'm so done with Yadier Molina. <laughs> Me too. He's got less WAR than Brett Gardner, and Brett Gardner's played four more seasons. WAR. What is huh. good for value oh, a you, player? Yeah. <laughs> you want to see something? You want to see something funny? His most similar batter is AJ Pierzynski. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, no, he's from he's from New York. Who, AJ Brzezinski? Yeah. Oh, I hate him. Why? AJ Brzezinski, you ever, that guy is a, I'm not an AJ Brzezinski guy. Well, I'm not a Yadier Molina guy, so I think we've evened out here. Yeah, oh, Adam Wainwright. How are we feeling about Adam Wainwright? Do we keep it with the Cardinals? Mm. Good question. Adam no, Wainwright is not, a hall, not a hall of famer. Not a hall of famer. He might be in. He, I don't. I don't think he'll get first ballot. But he might be one of those where, as he stays on the ballot, he'll work up more of an argument, which is always silly to me. But you, you look know at what? You, like oh, you go first. You go first. I'm looking at Adam Wainwright. It says compare. I see Roy Oswalt and Roy Halladay. So, um, but then I'm gonna look at the Hall of Fame stats. Uh, he like he's like right below the Hall of Fame monitor. Of uh, you know, his Hall of Fame monitor is at eighty-seven, so he like just misses it. I think we lost him. Um, nah. Oh, his video's off though. Um, but I'm trying to think. I had one more. I did. Oh. You know, let's stay with Kershaw, I think, is the easy waltz in, right? Swag. Oh, oh yeah. Very. Trout, I same, just that was your other Trout one. same deal. We see half of Tim. <laughs> see there the bottom, he is. Arguably the better half. Um, oh. oh. <laughs> my mustache? Exactly. Um, Here's going to be my last one. Paul Goldschmidt. How do you feel about Paul yeah. Goldschmidt? Right now, Paul Goldschmidt is so. you know this is his he he just hit ten years, or is it eleven? No. Is that a, he's not or, he's not now, but maybe in the future. Um, yeah, I think he, I think I think I could probably agree with you on that, but I think by the time he ends his career, I think Paul Goldschmidt is a Hall of Famer. I I agree with that, but if we're going by retiring today. I'm going not swag. 
What happens if Nick retires today? Is he a Hall of Famer? Nick? No. I think I think so. I think Yeah. <laughs> Maybe fringe. Um Hey, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for thank watching. Guys, thank you guys for watching. Not thank, thank you for listening. No, thank you guys very much for <laughs> listening as well. No. No. Um, I mean, I guess. I hope to either see you or have you listen to me in the next episode. Nope. And go Just Yankees. Watch. Garrett Cole is a New York Yankee. There we go. Got no bills. Grayson Thurman is the best pitcher in Division Three baseball. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Boogie Pod and subscribe on Apple Podcast, Spotify.